building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Thank you for joining me to talk about everyone's favorite topic today, which is meetings. We spend 15, 20, 30, who knows how many hours in meetings every week. And you'd think it actually would be our favorite thing to do. But most people I talk to actually kind of hate meetings. And I believe that spending less time in meetings is absolutely crucial for your success. I remember years ago, I saw a t-shirt that said, I survived another meeting that should have been an email. And I legitimately felt that deep in my soul. Meetings are the worst. And I would guess that at least half of them are pretty useless. So why do we spend so much time in them? I think we are too nice to say no, or we have a hard time deciphering what is exactly worth our time and what isn't. Or maybe we're not aligning the meetings that we're taking with our short-term objectives or our long-term goals. I mean, I preach that you should do that, but I don't always do it as much as I should because it's hard to line up every single little invite that you get with your long-term goals. My opinion is that all of these things are true. We're too nice and we have a hard time prioritizing. And I want to talk to you today about how to go about auditing your schedule to ensure that the time that you spend is truly the best use of it when you're in meetings and that you actually have time to do the focused work that you need to do and that all of us need to do. My story around meetings really is every six to nine months, my schedule fills up and it's a never ending cycle. I try to take meetings for only 15 to 20 hours per week and I'm pretty strict about it. So right now I have my calendar open for meetings every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from noon to five central. Now it's not perfect. It's absolutely not perfect, but I want to spend less than 50% of my work week in meetings. And slowly over time, different things become important and different priorities creep in. And I wear different hats on my team. Like I get involved in a big sale or I have team members out of the office and I'm covering for them. Or I get sucked into something quote unquote urgent that really may or may not be urgent, but that's a different topic and so on and so forth. And then suddenly the time I spend in meetings has crept up to 25 hours or 28 hours or more. And that is super, super super unsustainable. And also, side note, now that Google Calendar has this time in meetings like ticker on the left-hand side of Google Calendar, it really it makes me examine like this week I have 21.9 hours in meetings. That is not the 20 or less hours that I want to be spending in meetings. So it's a really good gut check just to make sure you're actually spending the amount of time that you promised yourself in meetings that you would. I think all of us know the feeling when we sit in meetings all day and when you don't get to the things that you need to do. Like when you're in meetings all day, you didn't get to anything that was on your to-do list in the first place because you've been sitting in meetings. And then you walk out of most of those meetings with other things to do. Like I said, it's unsustainable and it's also just straight up stressful. 
So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what I have learned about protecting my time. I think I could probably record a full hour on these best practices, and I'm already more than three and a half, I don't know, four minutes in. So I'm going to try to be really succinct and keep with the promise of this podcast, which is 10 minutes or less, and give you just two really solid ways to protect your time. One is blocking off work time or highlight time, as it's called in Make Time. Wow, it's the second time I have referred to that book this week. I am obsessed. If you haven't read it, check it out. It should be a minimum of two hours a day where you are super focused, like nothing can come between you and the focus work that you must do. And that means putting your phone on, do not disturb. It means closing your door and not letting the kids in, turning off Slack, etc. Just getting really serious about it. When I am at my best, I ensure that absolutely not a soul can book over my highlight time. And I encourage you to do that and try to stay really strong about it. So every single day, you have a minimum of a two-hour block where you are focusing on at least one of your most important activities that day. Protect it as if it's a meeting, as, as if it's a doctor appointment. No one can schedule over it. All right. My second tip has been met with, I guess, mixed reviews. However, I still want to give it to you because it sounded really dumb, honestly, to me when I first heard it. But once I put it in practice, it actually works really well. So one of the best ways to get time back in your meetings is to leave early. And before you start saying, well, I can't do that, or my boss would kill me, or of course she can leave early because she's the CEO and she has that privilege. Yes, I know that this suggestion does not apply to every single person in every single situation. And it also doesn't apply to every single meeting. But that said, I think that anyone could at least try it or test the boundaries around you to see if they will allow it. Let me talk to you a little bit about how. First is making sure that every meeting has an agenda. This is a best practice anyway. So I hope that you are all following that. Whether you are running a meeting or not, you can always ask, is there an agenda for this meeting? And then you can get the person to say, oh, no, but I'll make one or sure and send it to you. And it ensures that your time is well spent and that everyone else's time is well spent. This is meetings 101. And I still think half of meetings have absolutely no agenda. When you have an agenda, you know when you are needed. I am not needed at every single meeting that I get invited to the whole time. And I know that. So you could try asking questions like this, saying, I always try to do follow-ups from my previous meetings directly afterwards. So do you mind if I join your meeting during the time that you need my contributions or feel is most beneficial to me? Do you mind if I join a little bit late? Do you need me the whole time? It's a simple question, but most of us don't ask it. Especially if you are like me, working in a consulting or a service-based environment, you could easily say, in the interest of the client's budget and my own time, am I needed for this entire meeting? Because the less time you spend in those meetings, the less you're billing the client, the more that they can spend their money on other things. Personally, I made it a company-wide policy that my team should leave meetings when they are not needed. 
They typically announce at the beginning of a meeting that they'll be leaving or when they have a cutoff or whatever it may be. And then at that time, they just hop off. I don't think that everyone on my team is comfortable doing it yet, but I want them to get there. And I have seen a number of team members at every single level of the company taking advantage of this policy, which I think is pretty cool because it saves everyone time. And finally, I guess this is kind of a third tip. Just take a look at your calendar right now. Are you taking networking meetings that are not really beneficial to you? Are you saying yes because you feel bad? I just covered this on Monday. If so, go back to episode 21 and learn how to politely say no. That is an art that we all have to master in order to protect our time and make sure that you're spending time on things that align with your long-term goals. So I hope that you are going to go and try to leave a meeting early. Let me know how it goes. Remember, position it politely and kindly, and I hope that you get a positive response and can get some of your time back. If you got value out of this episode, share it with just one person that is also looking to reduce their time in meetings, and I will see you next time. Thank you. 